0: This is Jeffrey Kerr. I'm here today with Heather J. Strickland, who on June 17th will begin her tenure as the new executive director at Raleigh Little Theatre, taking over for Charles Fanoff, who had departed back in late January this past year. Strickland brings with her over 15 years of extensive experience and success in developing organizational strategy, branding, Fundraising and cultivating engagements for nonprofit and public service organizations. She has been involved with RLT since two thousand five, starting as a volunteer and stepping into the roles of director, teaching artist and board member over time. Good afternoon, Heather. Good afternoon, Jeffy. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem. So to start things off, how have you been doing during this time of quarantine due to the coronavirus?
1: Missing uh, being in a theater and experiencing art, it's, it's been a while since I've been able to do that. Also, just being in a room with other artists and my, my colleagues is certainly something I miss. But holding up okay, I am home with my eight-year-old daughter, and we are figuring out how both of us work full-time and go to
0: school full-time and coexist in the same space doing that together. Well, that's good to see here. Yeah, I think we are all sort of, you know,
1: figuring out this this new normal and, you know, it takes a lot of negotiation with the uh, folks that we have to now be around probably a lot more than we used to be around uh, and also figuring out how
0: we still stay connected to those that we we can't be in the same room with. And at the time of this recording, you'll be starting your new shift as executive director for Raleigh Little Theatre in a few days. How did the opportunity itself come about? Yeah, so I will actually officially be starting one week from
1: today. I start next Wednesday. And, you know, I was serving as the president of the board. When the opportunity became uh, available, you know, and I was so grateful to and honored to be uh, in that role. I was really excited about um, all the possibility of being in that role for a couple of years because, you know, clearly Raleigh Little Theatre has meant so much to me for, for so many years. It's been a part of my life, as you mentioned, since about 2005 in so many different ways. And so it was an organization that I already cared tremendously about. And then, you know, my career, which is based in, in nonprofit management uh, and some statewide systems level government work, um, as well as fund development, um, it really felt like it was this perfect moment of the alignment of the career that I have been on for my life, as well as my passion for theater and specifically Raleigh Little Theater. So it didn't take long before I made the decision to uh, resign from the role of president
0: uh, so that I could pursue the opportunity. How excited are you to begin? Oh, I can't wait. The staff at Raleigh Little Theater are all
1: individuals that I respect and admire for their creativity and their artistry and their dedication so I am thrilled to be working with folks that you know I already know and have some relationships with and also just the idea of I get to spend you know my full-time work at a place that I would just go and spend to feel better about a day. So that's exciting. And, you know, even given that it's certainly challenging times and there are tough roads ahead, uh, not only for Raleigh Little Theater, but I think all of our arts organizations are really going to struggle for the next year. I still am excited about what it means to be spending all of my time really thinking about you know, how do we stay relevant? How do we stay connected to our community? How do we create art in this time? Because those are the things that, you know, I would be thinking about anyway. So, you know, to be able to do it on a, a regular basis is still
0: something that I'm really looking forward to. Going back to the beginning, when did your interest in live theater begin? Oh.
1: My parents exposed me to a a lot of theater. Uh, I was actually born in upstate New York, and there was a children's theater up there that we visited on a regular basis. I was in my first play when I was in kindergarten, so the acting bug bit me very early, and it was just something that I sort of always did when I went off to college, I was a communications major with a broadcast and PR track, you know, a theater minor, and, you know, got into a, a few years of, of college, and because I was pretty far ahead in a lot of my credits and was potentially looking at graduating early, I actually decided to bring my theater minor up to be a, a major, and when I did that, my parents will thought, well, we always thought you were going to do that. We weren't sure why you always thought this was a high." Clearly, it was something that was way more than a hobby for you. And then, you know, one of my early jobs after graduating was starting to work on the administrative side of the arts. I was actually the marketing director for Carolina Ballet for a couple years um, and really just started to see. You know, that not only did I have a passion for the arts, but I also had uh, a skill set that was really uh, conducive to thinking through how do we support the arts and how do we engage other people in the arts and how do we really think about the arts as
0: a vehicle for, for social change. And how did you first get involved with Raleigh Little Theatre? Actually, before I even moved to North Carolina. So I was living in
1: Florida. That's where I was raised and where I went to college. It was really kind of wide open. Uh, to the where the cities that I could live in, and somebody had mentioned to me that there was a good theater scene in, in Raleigh, North Carolina, so I, I came up here to visit, and that same friend said, you must go to Raleigh Little Theatre to see a show. And so on that visit, I attended a production of Mother Hicks at Raleigh Little Theatre. It was being produced in the, the Gaddy Goodwin Theatre. It was a great production, and I clearly remember thinking, walking out of the theatre, you know, if this is the kind of theatre that is being produced in Raleigh. This is where I want to be. So I moved up here and eventually ended up uh, on stage at Raleigh Little Theatre in 2005. I got to play Rosalind in As You Like It. It was produced out in the amphitheatre stage and that started my volunteerism with RLT. And then from there I just became more and more involved Uh, going from an actor to uh, a fight choreographer to a teaching artist and eventually to a board member
0: that's really cool yes, yes, I have been and speaking of the art scene down here, while well, recently RLT had to cancel the remaining productions of their 2019 season, while some other events have been postponed due to the COVID-19 crisis, North Carolina Theater just did the same thing with Plains Trees Zoom performances in 2021. Do you know how difficult of a decision that was to make? I, yeah,
1: making those decisions... You know, there's certainly the very obvious financial impact because there is absolutely lost revenue when we have to cancel a show. But there's also a very real emotional impact when you have to make those decisions because, you know, especially for RLT, many of those shows were already starting, right? The creative teams were already starting to work on those. They were already, if not already cast, starting to think about casting and there is heartbreak. I mean, you know, you, you put time and energy and, and work into creating something. And then, you know, for theater, that art, the culmination of that is when you put it in front of an audience. And that is a significant part of the, of the process of it. And when you don't get to do that, after you've put so much creative energy into something that's heartbreak, and and that's painful. So we feel that for the artists that were involved in those shows, and then we feel it for the community that doesn't get to experience uh, all the work that was put into that. So, you know, for as much as there is a real financial pain that is felt uh, when we don't have the the ticket revenue from those shows. I think the the emotional impact is so much worse when we can't share our art and our
0: hearts with our community. I know what you mean. Like, I remember back... In early March, before the pandemic really took off, I interviewed Robert Hartwell, who at the time was in the process of rehearsing a production of Memphis. He was directing and choreographing for NCT. And, of course, sadly, that production was at first postponed, but then canceled. So it's a shame that for everyone who was involved putting that show together, now they will never get to do it, at least for now. Yeah, and you
1: know, because- I do come from a, an acting background and I've been a, a director. I know how exciting it is to be working on a project, and so I, I feel that pain of not
0: being able to complete something that you were working so hard on. And for the productions that were canceled, can you see any of them eventually getting produced in a future season? Uh, I don't know. You know, there's still so much uncertainty.
1: You know, there's uncertainty about you know planning for the future and then what seasons even after the next one sort of look like you know i think there's always sort of this hope that we can figure out how to bring back these things but at this moment no way to know for for certain what what any of us are going to be able
0: to do oh yeah only time will tell At the time of this recording, phase two for reopenings in the state is set to expire on June 26th. What are the plans right now for when RLT eventually reopens to the public?
1: You know, even though phase two, you know, will be ending soon, and there will hopefully be some good news about uh, state restrictions around around gatherings, there's still so much that is unknown, because even though, you know, potentially we are allowed to have more people in our space, I think there's still a lot of unknown of how comfortable folks will feel being in spaces, you know, because we're going to be dealing with this pandemic for a while, you know, until there is, a vaccine of, of some sort, we're going to have to be very aware of social distancing. You know, so some of the things that we're starting to think through right now is how do we ensure that we're putting the safety of our cast and our crew and our audience members at the priority and ensuring that we can create uh, a space where you know all health and safety guidelines are in place, that people feel comfortable coming into, um, and feel comfortable with the measures that we have put in place, so that they can be a, a part of some sort of theatrical experience. So you know, it's thinking through those things. It's thinking through what is possible uh, when it comes to creating theater within these guidelines. But we're also thinking about how do we stay connected to our community? You know, certainly at many of the theaters uh, in the Triangle, and I absolutely know this is true for for Raleigh Little Theater, staying connected to our community is just as important to us as creating great theater and great education programs. You know, we are for and about the community, and so we've got to be a little bit more creative and think a little bit differently about what it means to be connected to our community. And so all of those things are the things that we're we're thinking through about what is possible when we do open our
0: doors back up and depending on how long it takes before everything's back to normal how do you think this will end up affecting the previously announced start for the 2020-21 season mm-hmm. yeah I, those things are still
1: unknown it's hard to not be hopeful about what we will be able to do at the same time that we also need to be realistic. You know, so we're looking at a lot of, you know, tough decisions when it comes to making sure that we can really get through the rest of the year and and be positioned to flourish
0: uh, and help our community heal uh, in the longer term. In conclusion, for those who would like to have a career in the theater, where do you think would be a good place to start? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> and a more positive note it is a more positive note uh, you know I think it depends
1: on on what aspect of theater you're really looking to, to go into right you know I think the thing that You know, first comes to mind is, uh, you know, a career in in acting, but there are certainly so many other areas that you can explore within theater, and, you know, that doesn't exclude the administrative side of of theater, you know, and depending on which one of those career paths, you know, really speaks To an individual, you know, there's so many great programs out there when it comes to arts administration. And then when it comes to the more creative side, you know, I think finding as many different teachers to learn as many different ways of of doing the artistic side is probably the best to being really well-rounded as well as being really clear about your own
0: individual style and the strengths that you, you bring to the art. Heather, I thank you very much for devoting your time to this interview. It was great getting to talk to you. You as well. Thank you so much. I I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Hey, no problem. For those who'd like to keep up with your career, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, Well, for for a while i will be over at at
1: Raleigh little theater so please of course check out our website to see all the things that we're gonna come up with as we're all figuring out how we uh keep moving through this time and then you know you can always find me
0: on various social media sites so thank you again for talking to me today heather this was great thank you jeffrey If you like what you've heard here, please subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. Feel free to rate and or review this show on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to find more content from me, please visit my website, which is www.carereviews.net. You can also find it on Twitter at Carereviews and me at Jeffrey Care. Thanks for listening, and I will see you all later.